soul never dies. Be seated, please. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. We are glad you're here this morning. Can I be honest? I'm glad I'm here this morning. Um, I, I don't quarantine well, and so I don't sit still well. I don't stay in the house well. I'm not a good patient, and so uh, it is good to be uh, released. Um, we're glad you're here this morning. We're starting a new series this morning if you're just joining us, and, and we're going to talk about belonging. You ever feel like you don't belong? You know, that, that feeling I'm talking about, you, you go in somewhere, or you're at some place, and, and you are just going, I, I'm, I'm not supposed to be here. I, I don't belong here. I don't feel like I belong here. You, you, we know that feeling. You know, a number of years ago, I went to a family reunion, and I went in separate from my, my parents, who everybody knew, and so I, I, I felt like I didn't belong because all these people didn't know me. They didn't know who I was. They, they kind of looked at you out of the corner of their eye, you know, and, and uh, they, they, I didn't know any of the stories. They were all telling stories about this and that. I didn't know most of the people they were talking about. Um, I didn't know the inside jokes and the little things that were going on. And I really, really felt like I didn't belong. And I'm walking around and I'm trying to make eye contact because I want somebody to say, Hey, hey, I know you. Come sit with me. I, you, you belong here. And I didn't feel like I belonged. Belonging is, is a, 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 an innate need. It's, it's hardwired into who we are. Um, it's, it's, Dr. Brene Brown is a, a researcher at the University of Houston, and she studies social things like, like this, shame, vulnerability, and, and belonging. And she says that belonging is a, a fundamental need that we have inside of us. Her, her quote is, belonging is the innate human desire to be part of something larger than us. So we search for that, right? We search for that everywhere. That's why you see it everywhere. We try to find belonging in our, in our sports team, um, whoever it is that you root for. Um, we, we try to find belonging in our schools, it, whether it be college or whether it be uh, our, our high school or, or this or that. We try to find our belonging by, by, by sharing that school. Or, or we try to find belonging in... in Man, all, all manner of things. Our, our nationality, we try to find belonging in our, our race, our religion, our political party, even, even sexual orientation. People are looking for things that bind them together. And advertisers recognize this. We see advertising all the time telling us that if we just took this product, if we just had this product, we would belong. Coke, put your name on a bottle so that you would feel like you were part of a community and you would belong. And, and they're trying to sell us that if you just use this makeup, you know, you'll be one of the pretty people like this model. Or if you just drive this Lincoln, you'll drive around and look like Matthew McConaughey talking to yourself. But, but whatever, you, if you use this product, if you do this thing, you'll be part of the club. You'll belong. So they sell you on being a member of a group. But unfortunately, that's not really belonging. That's fitting in. 
The research shows that because the yearning for belonging is so strong, so primal inside of us, that we're going to try to fulfill it any way we can. And, and so we end up sacrificing true belonging for fitting in. And believe it or not, those two are not the same. In fact, fitting in is a pitiful substitute for real belonging. And, and sometimes church is the same way. You walk into a church and, and you feel like you don't belong because maybe you don't know all the people. And, and you see them greeting one another and, and talking and laughing and you don't know the stories. You don't know the inside jokes. You don't know the vernacular, the words that that are used. You don't know when to stand, when to sit. You don't know what you're supposed to do at this time or that time. And you start to feel like you don't belong. And then some preacher gets up and he tells you that, that what you need to do is live a certain way. If you would just change and be like this, then you would belong. But again, that's not belonging. That's fitting in. And, but, but that preacher, he uses a lot of scriptures. He strings a whole bunch of scriptures together and he makes his point. Well, I'm sorry, but that's, that's lazy preaching. I, I'm, I'm going to take a side ride here. But you, you can Google whatever word you want and, and get your Bible program to kick you out a bunch of scriptures that use that word. That's not biblical preaching. That's lazy, and it also perverts the Word of God because you're making the Bible say what you want it to say instead of coming to Scripture and listening for what God has to say. But So, so they get up and they tell you that, that uh, if you just live this way, if you just do this thing, if you did the right thing in the right way at the right time in the right place, then God's going to accept you and you would belong. That's not the Bible. The good news of the Bible is that you belong, not that you need to fit in, but that you belong. The good news of the Bible is that you were chosen by God before you ever had a choice. See, if I can be me with all my faults and all my failures and everything, that all my baggage, if I can be me and be accepted, that's belonging. If I have to change and become like this person or that person or some ideal, that's not belonging, that's fitting in. And the Bible says that you belong. Now, a lot of churches teach the other, and, and, and that's okay, but you, you have to change and be a certain way to fit in. That, and if you do the right things, then God will accept you, but that's not the Bible. The Bible says you belong. What we're going to do over the next few weeks is we're going to look through the book of Ephesians. And, and I could do this from any book that we have, but I like some of the things that Paul says in Ephesians. Paul's writing to a young church that he helped found, and he's writing to them and telling them that they belong, that you belong to the household of God, you belong to the family of God, you belong to the body of Christ, you belong. And we're going to look at some passages in Ephesians where Paul says, you belong. This morning, if you have your Bibles, we're going to be in Ephesians chapter 1. And I, I encourage you to turn over there. We're going to start right after the greeting in verse 3. And we'll put it up on the board so you can read along. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who's blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. To the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. You belong because you were chosen. Now, a lot of churches are going to twist and turn this around. So, so stay with me here because we're, we're going to get derailed over some of those words. We're going to get derailed over things like election and predestination. Don't, don't get off on that side road. We're saying that God chose to bless the world through Jesus Christ. And, and it, it, while they turn it around and make it say that, that, that you're somehow uh, chosen, that you individually were, were somehow plucked out, and because you are superior to these people over here, then you're saved and they're not. That's not biblical. And quite honestly, would we really want to serve a God like that? God is saying, Paul is saying, that you were chosen to be part of a group. You were chosen to be part of the church that's going to bring salvation, that's going to proclaim salvation of Jesus Christ through the, to the world. L let me put it like this. If you showed up this morning and, and I showed a video as part of this sermon, and you could say, well, Jeff, when did you decide that? When did you upload that video and create that? Well, I did that on Monday when I was preparing this lesson. So you were predestined to see this video. Well, no, because you could have chosen not to show up. You could have had a flat on the way here. There's a lot of things that could have gone into you being here. But I chose before you got here that the people who would be here would see that video. Does that make sense? That's what Paul is talking about. That you being the church, the corporate you, all those who are in Christ Jesus were chosen before the beginning of the world to bless the world. See, you got to choose still. God chose you before you got to choose, but you still get the opportunity to make that choice. That, 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 that God chose you. So, so don't get hung up on the predestination part. What's important is that before you chose God, He chose you. You still had a choice. This is why Paul says He has blessed us in Christ. He has chosen us in Him. He has predestined us as sons through Jesus Christ. He chose before the world began to bless those who would be part of Jesus Christ. And if you're part of Christ, if you're in Christ, then you're adopted as children. Then you're made holy and blameless. Then you're in Him. So don't get hung up on the election and the predestination. It's the choice that matters. He chose you before you existed, before you did anything, before you earned it, before you were good enough, before you were righteous enough, before you came to church. God chose you with full foreknowledge of everything that you would do, of every failure that you'd commit. He chose you. God walks across the dance floor of the cosmos and he walks past all the pretty people. He walks past all the good-looking, strong, athletic people. And he finds the wallflower and he chooses 
you. Not because we deserve it. Not because I'm somehow good enough or righteous enough or holy enough. He chose me because of who he is, not because of who I am. He chose you, and because he chose you, you belong. See, there there are those who would subvert this understanding and say that God chose those who are good enough or smart enough or holy enough or righteous enough. but, but, But that's what makes our church different. We believe that all people are called to repent. We believe that the gospel is for all people, not just those in some super Christian superior class. We believe that that Paul teaches that that there is no one righteous. There is no one who seeks God. And and so those two things don't go together. There's not the idea of some elite class of super Christian. There is all of us who are sinners saved only by being found in Jesus Christ. That's why you belong here. See, this church believes that that you were called, that you were chosen, not as super holy individuals, but as a body. And that calling means that we are taking that message to a lost and dying world. We are bringing that hope that we have found in Jesus Christ to a world without hope. That's why you belong here. See, being a Christian is not some individualistic practice that separates you from others. It's it's inclusive. It it has to be done in community. It's it's outreaching. It's about blessing those and and blessing all those around us. And and so the, the question is this morning, are you in Christ? See, God chose to bless those who are in Christ. God God chose to make those who who find their hope in Christ to be holy and blameless. But we have to choose to be in Christ. We have to choose to, to be loved. You have been chosen. You belong. But you have to choose to accept that. You, you still have to choose to repent. And, and to turn from the things that I was doing before. We, we have to choose to, to confess that, that I'm not in charge anymore, that Jesus is in charge. And, and, and by doing that, I, I, I proclaim publicly that, that it's not about me, it's about Jesus, and I am now in Christ. I ended up finding people at that family reunion who did offer me a seat and talk to me. And they didn't know who I was, but they invited me to sit with them. And as we began to talk, then you would see the light come on. And you'd see them go, oh, you're George's boy. And I belonged. Not because of what I did, not because of who I was, but because of who my father was. This morning, you were chosen. You belong, not because of what you do, but because of who your Father is. And He chose to bless you before the world began. But you have to be found in Christ Jesus. So the question this morning, whether you're here physically or digitally, is are you in Christ? If you're not, 
the reason church exists is to proclaim that good news to you, is, is to share with you the way that you are found in Christ so that you can be blessed, so that you can belong. We're going to sing a song right now, and whether you're here physically and you want to respond to that, or digitally you want to send in 